Welcome in, everybody. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kenner with you here today. And before we get to our guest, I want to remind you that all guests and interviews on the Reach the Horizon podcast are brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. On last week's edition of Reach the Horizon, we were able to catch up with the commissioner of the Horizon League and John LeCrone, and we got to, of course, discuss the different models being discussed as far as what college basketball season could look like and when and if when you know, when the spring or when the fall season uh, could potentially start uh, in the spring and how that could impact spring sports. It was a great conversation to have with the commissioner of the Horizon League, and I'm excited for this next conversation we're about to have with an athletic director, athletic director for the Wright State University or for Wright State Raiders. We have Bob Grant joining us. Bob, welcome in. How are you? Hey, Justin. How are you? Good to be with you as always. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking time and doing this. Uh, every time we chat, of course, it's just about kind of getting an update as far as where we're at with the ongoing uh, question marks of 2020. Um, right now, you know, after the postponement of the fall season, uh, all eyes are right now wondering what's going to go on with basketball. But where are you guys at right now? Again, when you had to cut those three sports, unfortunately, you fell below um, the D1 requirements uh, for Division One teams. Where are you guys at with that right now? Yeah, Justin, I'm happy to report we got the waiver from the NCAA about a week and a half ago. It ended up being a fairly arduous process. So you and I talked, and we made the difficult decision back in June to cut $2 million out of our $10 million budget. That involved cutting three sports, uh, just something you never, ever want to do, just really the awful kind of side of our business when it happens. And that, as you said, dropped us below the minimum number of 14 required to be Division One. And we were led to believe going into it, by the NCAA, Justin, we could get that waiver. And I thought, you know, pretty easily. It ended up being about a 48-page document, more like a legal brief. Took about six weeks, passed through a couple committees. But we're good to go now. We've got two years. So the next two seasons, we can play below the minimum. We've got two seasons to bring back any kind of sport we really want to to get us back to whatever the minimum is at that point. Right now, it's 14. I would almost submit to you, you know, the way uncertainty kind of rules the day right now, who knows what the minimum number will be moving forward six, eight, you know, 10, 12, 18 months from now. Were there other schools? What were, did you contact other schools who were in similar situations? Were there other schools you reached out to just to kind of get some advice? Or was this just pretty cut and dry as far as what the requirements were for the waiver process? It was fairly cut and dry. They gave us criteria that we had to really answer, I guess. And I'll tell you, Justin, you know, the more we got into this as the days progressed and we kept sort of sharpening up the information they were asking for, it became pretty obvious that we were somewhat cutting edge. No one had really fallen below the minimum number. Uh, you know, there was a max school fell below the minimum number of men's sports. So this was somewhat cutting edge, which made me a little more nervous as we got into it. But Robert Ray on our staff and others did a fantastic job. And uh, the NCAA was very gracious and, and I think understanding. And so, you know, that's, that's the best outcome we could possibly hope for, you know, for our student athletes. So we've got no problems from a D1 standpoint and we'll address those problems in a couple of years on how to solve that, whatever that looks like. Wright State Athletic Director Bob Grant with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. And uh, Bob, with that being said, so the, the next thing that happened after, of course, the unfortunate cutting of three sports back in June was the announcement that fall sports league-wide, uh, the fall season would be postponed. 
I know that that was another tough conversation I'm sure you had to have with all your fall coaches and athletes. Walk us through what that process was like, because we know nothing not, nothing about any of this is easy, uh, but take us behind the curtain, if you don't mind, about what those tough conversations were like with your coaches and student athletes. Yeah, I might even back up for a second, Justin. It's something the Horizon League 80s, and we now meet at least twice a week for a Zoom meeting or a WebEx meeting, and so we talked about this for literally weeks leading up to it of, hey, we still have some runway left. What could be done in the fall? And it just became an untenable situation. So I think at the point that we decided to, to hopefully postpone fall till spring, I think we were the 22nd out of 32 conferences to come to that conclusion. So, And that was gut-wrenching. And then you go and you talk to our fall sports. And you've got to talk to the student athletes and the coaches. And, you know, I'll just say this, you know, we probably have the best volleyball team in the Horizon League and the best men's soccer team. And our women's soccer team is always the top. So, you know, there are certainly departments around the country that would just soon pull the blanket over their heads and hope that COVID's gone and let's just take a mulligan and start back up next fall. You know, we've got three programs primed to win in the fall and cross country always overachieves. So, you know, they, they want to compete. They want to get out and do what they do best. And so that makes it gut-wrenching and makes me really – wants to try to fight as hard as I can to give them a chance to play some kind of a season, even truncated in the spring. And again, you know, with that being said, I mean, have you or any other schools that you're aware of within the conference had to worry about other schools outside trying to reach out and poach players? Has that been a concern? Has not, knock on wood, a concern for us. You're seeing a little bit of that in football, but it has not been a concern Mm -hmm. for us, no. Um, And I'll I'll tell you, just kind of bragging our student-athletes, Justin, and you know, we've talked enough, we're a little bit different. I say all the time that, you know, our priorities, I think, are very different than a lot of schools. You know, I really work for our student-athletes, and, you know, my job is to prepare them for, for uh, you know, life in general, but we want them to compete and do all the things that they're good at doing, whether it's community service or academically. And I'll tell you that almost to a person, our fall student-athletes want to compete in the spring, even if the NCAA was not going to offer a chance for the NCAA. That's how much they want to be out on the volleyball court, on the soccer field competing. When it comes to, and you, you talked about earlier, the, you know, hopefully the postponement of the fall into, into the spring, what's next as far as that process goes? Is that taken upon by a vote by athletic directors? Is that just a decision that is going to be come up with by Commissioner LeCrone? Are you, do you, are you able to share how that process is going to work when that time comes? Yeah, and that's really still unfolding. I, I think you know, we've got – postponing again i hope it's not a full cancellation of the fall has bought us time justin that's so important and so mm-hmm. almost the focus now becomes more on what's possible in the winter let's get that locked down and buttoned up and then we'll look at okay can we play the fall in the spring what does the virus look like what does the climate look like and then of course what does spring sports look like so we almost forget that you know our spring sports were all cut loose uh, early so you know our baseball team again you know they're like a, a you know ferrari sitting in the garage ready to roll had the keys taken from them last spring before they got a chance to do damage, and, and they're ready to roll too. And so it's going to be very interesting. You know, there's some, I think, heartburn at some schools about, oh, my goodness, we could literally be playing every single sport we have to offer in the spring. And my answer to that would be, you know what, we owe it to our student-athletes. We'll figure that out. If we've got to play all those sports in the same two or three months, our staff is used to doing more with less. We'll make sure that happens.
All right, Bob Grant, Wright State Athletic Director with us here. Uh, basketball season, winter sports, uh, that's the the next thing here coming up. And, you know, selfishly for me, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. Like when I, I you know, I, you hear different rumors out there. Oh, college basketball could tip off in November, late November or December, January. My problem is, is, is if, if college sports are being played, and again, it's going to defer from different, you know, uh, conferences, but if college sports in, in general are being played, if college football is kicking off, and I'll use other conferences, for example, if Kentucky football is kicking off and playing football, how are you telling a basketball team that they can't? That, that's where I'm having a hard time, you know, adjusting to seeing the, the, the rationale with this. It's different in the Horizon League. I get it because fall was at least postponed. So that's going to justify maybe uh, a different start date for basketball. But what are you, what's your gut telling you about basketball and when that could officially tip off? Well, again, I'm, I'm always a glass half full person and I am cautiously optimistic that there will be a basketball season. I just, I, I feel that in my core. Um, I can't tell you exactly why, other than I think we're making progress on several fronts toward that end. Now, will it be a normal season that starts at normal time, ends at the normal time? Has I doubt it, Justin, just realistically. You're probably looking at some kind of a truncated What that looks like, I don't know. Uh, you know, again, on Horizon League calls, we are going over every possible scenario you can think of you know, from truncated schedule to changing up travel partners to playing in pods to what would a bubble situation look like. So all these things are being discussed. And the good news is the goal of everybody is we want to play. And, again, look at our men's women's basketball teams. You know, this is, this is not, you know, we're not in a situation at Wright State where you say, oh, you know what, if this was a mulligan year, we'd be fine. We don't have much talent. We're not very good. We're not well coached. But, you know, listen, we check every box in Trina's program and Scott's program of, ready to win we want to win we want to play i know our, i saw both our basketball teams today uh like they are raring to go so uh, we got a bunch of programs we just need a stage to get them on safely you know it's funny we uh so high school football kicks off this week uh this weekend and i just spoke with uh, dave miller he's the head coach at fairmont and uh, we we were talking about how tough it was for him to be able to keep the kids motivated up at, i mean 10 days ago is when they got the final word that they would officially be able to kick off but i asked him how difficult was that before 10 days ago when these kids are practicing it's the brutal time of the season you know you know two a days everything you're doing all that not knowing if there's going to be a season how tough was that to keep them motivated how tough do you think it is for your coaches right now again you have great coaching staffs all over the place regardless of the sports but it has to be challenging i'm sure to just keep guys being guys and gals being positive about what's coming up we can't tell you when it's going to start but we got to keep working as if it could start tomorrow yeah i mean you hit the nail on the head justin our, our coaches are so good and we are so fortunate at right state to have the head coaches in the positions that we have right now and so you know i've seen no waning of optimism out of any coach uh, or any student athlete so they're all preparing as if they're preparing for a spring men's soccer season a spring cross-country season a spring volleyball season. You know, we didn't even talk about our golf team. We might have the best golf team in the yes. state of Ohio. They are primed and ready to roll. Um, so I think when you've had success, like our student athletes have had the last few years, that, that maybe makes the waiting and the patience a little easier uh, in some ways because I think that you know, they're sort of conditioned to, to, to roll with some change and, 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 and you know, they expect to win when they get out there, so they're willing to be patient and wait for that opportunity. 
All right, Bob Grant, right side athletic director, good enough to join us here today. And Bob, I, I think I might have asked this a few times already, but uh, we'll close it out with, uh, I guess, kind of what's next. Uh, you talked about your your multiple um, Zoom meetings with athletic directors and Horizon League personnel. I mean, is it just continuing to touch base and continuing to keep the temperature of everything going on in the world right now as far as what's next, not just for, for basketball, but for the fall sports as well? Yeah, I think, and Justin, I think, you know, there's so many layers to this that, you know, We've got to take a lead from what the NCAA is suggesting and what Dr. Hainline, their chief medical officer, is suggesting. And so that's one layer. And you've got to look at, okay, what are the state of Ohio guidelines and what's Ohio look like right now when it comes to the virus? And then you go to the Horizon League and that, you know, obviously multiple states are represented. So how do those things all mesh together? Because some states might be at a different spot in recovery from the virus than others. And then you look, you know, locally, what, what's Green County, for example, what's happening in Green County and what's happening on Wright State's campus. So you, you sort of wad all those things to a, a ball for each university. And it's, uh, it's a challenge to, to sort of get all these moving parts and all this fluidity heading in the same direction. All right. Well, Bob Grant, Wright State Athletic Director, thank you so much for taking time and just kind of giving us an update and a little bit of peek behind the curtain as far as what it's like for you and your department kind of juggling all of these things. And you know what? I didn't even think about that. You're right. If there is a spring season, I mean, you literally will have every sport that's usually spread out over an entire school year going at one time. Um, that usually you think would be a problem, but as you said, that, that's a good problem to have. Um, and uh, that would just mean that, hey, we're approved for everyone to be out on the floor, out on the field, and uh, that's all that matters at this point. Justin, I would be thrilled to be talking to you in a few months saying, hey, Justin, I got to go because I'm leaving a baseball game, go to a volleyball game, and then a <laughs> soccer match that night. And by the way, the NCAA tournament for the men's basketball and women's basketball is, is tomorrow. I would love nothing more than that. All right. Well, uh, here's uh, to hoping for you know better days coming forward. But thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated. Justin, always good to be with you. Thanks for having me.